like kids are, I, I look at a child and I, and I think there are two ways to talk to this child, like a college professor or like I'm talking to my dog who doesn't understand me. Welcome to The Answers of Lemon, the smartest icebreakers from the dumbest dudes. You want better conversation? You want to say something that's not, how's the weather? We all know what the weather's like. This is a podcast for you, y'all. I am joined wonderfully today with our god of odd, Connor. Same today as I've always been. Odding it up. Inside, outside, top to bottom. <laughs> Odding it up, godding it down. <laughs> and we have a very special guest today, uh, making her, uh, I guess, podcast debut. I, I, I yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but it is God's own sort of Cthulhu door herself, Sophia. Hello. Well, thank you for having me on this podcast. It's it's been a, a, a trip so far, and it's we're like a minute in. I'm I'm loving it. Hell we're yeah. So glad you came. You met all of our incredibly demanding criteria, which are you know us. <laughs> and have recording materials. I also so. breathe. Is that on the list? Because I I do that too. Yes. I don't think it's a deal breaker whether or not breathing is a thing, but I think okay. preference is to breathe. Gotcha. Yeah, let's I, write I just that want... down optional i want that out there for like if anyone like happens to see this wants to pick me up as like a vo voice talent you know i i can breathe it's it's something i've been known to do there, there it go. is right put it on top of the cv exhales gaseous material from mouth right right with the right with the headshot for this audio medium <laughs> 30 years straight well 30 years gay but you get it <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, and as always, I'm your humble host, Evan. Uh, so I saw a man die at a Bruins game last week. Oh my. Wow. In a good yeah. way? In like a Lord take me now, I'll, I'll, I've peaked in my life and I'm ready to go? No, in a oh my God, I think that man just died kind of way. Um, oh. So I will, Evan, I will preface Evan, it. Stop, stop starting podcast episodes with people dying. It's fun One. to joke about telling actual anecdotes about a guy at a Bruins game who died and not in a, I fulfilled my life's work kind of way. That's One, fuck you. Two, they're alive. Three, this is how stories are fun. So Wait, for those you who not dead? This is the story portion. Oh, so, okay. I understand. For those of you who don't know, Boston sports are a goddamn religion. You can do nothing wrong if you're a Boston athlete but you also do everything fucking wrong if you're a Boston athlete so as with any uh, good city dweller on a Tuesday night you're shit faced at a hockey game up in the nosebleeds so I don't know if uh, y'all have ever been to TD Garden in uh, Massachusetts in Boston but the uh, nosebleed seats are very steep they cram they cram us in like sardines man and there is this overwhelming experience of just fervor from everyone in the crowd. One of my coworkers who's from Austin is just like, why are there so many people here on a Tuesday night right now? <laughs> so the Bruins 
kind of got got creamed uh oh, that that game uh they were i think they lost four to one but on the one goal that they scored but it was a five to three power play uh so the person behind us decided to celebrate in the fashion of a drunk person by, by leaping <laughs> into the air but uh sources stated after the fact that his foot got caught in between the cement and the chair in front of him Ooh. and he dove down those bleachers like someone diving off a stage at fucking Lollapalooza wow spread eagle fucking collapses onto the ground we're just saying like what the hell happened somehow the biggest non-event i've ever seen because uh my coworker and i neither of us got hit we felt like the wind of his hips as he flew in front of us diagonally in front of where his where his limp body just laid like a rag doll beached whale upon the the sands of the stadium like a lubed up refrigerator heading downhill there was no one in the crowd somehow like beer barely got spilt on people like i i look I looked at him like it, it was one of those things of like he was so limp for so long. I'm like, oh my god, is this is this actually happening? Are we about to be interviewed on the news? The guy just looks up. He is just fucking beat red in his face, thousand yard stare like a, like a deer in the headlights, just mouthing the words, "Are you okay? I'm fine. Are you okay? I'm fine." As he kept giving a thumbs up, okay, pat his chest. <laughs> I gotta wow. tell you, I trust a person who's taken a nosedive at a Bruins game 0% when they say they're okay. So I am not <laughs> surprised that you thought he was dying. I, it was I, I, very courteous of him to leap into no one. I I don't I don't know how it I don't know how it shaked out how it is. I'm so fucking grateful it was. Because I was so nervous for that man and the probable concussion that he has today. That was a perfect opportunity for you to put your English degree to work to help him in some way. Yeah. I didn't know you had an English degree, Connor. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, technically, they, you kind of failed forward in college despite being illiterate. Oh, okay. So that's, they thought it that's was funny. funny. I think it might have just been a really ironic joke among the bursers. Are those the ones who are responsible for degrees? I feel like I Bur answered I to the bursers. Bursers do money. Bursers do money. Yeah. It's the other people that don't. <laughs> the everybody else. <laughs> Everyone except the bursar. <laughs> the bursars thought it was funny too, but just because they got your money. I think they were just impressed that I was able to steal a chair from the dining hall. Just walked out the front door with it. You're the, you're the problem, man. You're the reason why <laughs> things get bolted down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But that's enough about me. Most important first question of the night. As always, I'd love to start with our guest. Sophia, how the fuck have you been? Haven't gotten to talk to you in years, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It's been... Um, does, anyone, does anyone ever say it has been the appropriate amount of time since I've seen you last? Or is it always, it's been too long? Or it hasn't been long enough? So good to see you. It's been forever. Oh my gosh, we should hang out more. No, no one ever no. says, ah, yes, three and a half weeks. Exactly my tolerance for spending time with you. This I love was... the honesty of that, though. <laughs> oh, wow. It's been 
two and a half years since we last spoke. That's just the perfect amount of time. <laughs> I, I didn't need any more Evan in that time period. And and now that I've gotten it, I feel like I could go another two and a half years. It's, it's... I've got I've got the same kind of magic as a leap year. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Not not a lot though. No, not just because much a normal day on. otherwise. Yeah. You yeah. are February 29th in a nutshell. It's been a couple of years. Man, I kind of I kind of miss Evan, but not enough yet. Almost <laughs> enough. Not quite not quite ripe yet. It's like there's a little uh, a little power bar that's just building and yeah. then it, it it more or less dings when you're like hey, let me give Evan a call. I think it, it's been enough time. It's, um, like, it's like the Pokemon egg hatching in your phone. It's like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Should give him a call. But in your heart instead. Oh. And oh. a little less anxiety inducing? I don't know about you, but I remember the Pokemon egg. I was like, I really gotta hatch this thing. Like, I have this many yeah. incubators oh left. God. Gotta hatch it. At a certain I point, you're like, you know, a pediatrician's going to ask me a question in a couple of years about how the birth went. And I'm going to say, like, it took fucking forever to get this thing out of this goddamn egg. I don't know. Like, maybe it was it lost some oxygen in the process. Who's to say? I don't know. Who knows? I just I just told my wife to take more steps and she got mad. <laughs> Isn't that what you do in Pokemon to get it to hatch? You got to like, yeah, work? very good. That's a, that is exactly how birthing works. You just look, walk more. <laughs> look yep. at our humor. Here. We're fucking nailing it. <laughs> That is literal <laughs> advice that people get sometimes, though. I know, that's, because that's my sister, true. yeah, got advice. Be like, oh. by walking around a little bit, and she's like, I'll fucking try anything. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, to answer your question, I'm, I'm great. It's been a while, Evan, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm doing well. Actually, no, yeah, I'm, I'm doing right. I, I got over COVID last week for the, the second time, uh, despite being vaccinated and yep. boosted and all that fun stuff. Um, I love how we share our life stats every time we get COVID. Well, and like, yeah. I'm always curious, like, is this your first time around? How experienced well, are you? What kind of a COVID vet status do you have? I mean, it is a novel virus. Yeah. I, I, like, I like, I like new things. <laughs> and, and flu is plus, so fucking passe. It's very, it's very important to state that like, yeah, I got COVID, but I'm not a COVID idiot. I didn't do it because I'm, <laughs> I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> what's your What's was, your ratio? How many times in the past four years have you gotten it? I think it, it's uh, kind of kind of like seeing different people live in concert. A couple times you're like, "Oh, that's cool. Oh, did you like it the first was the first time or the second time? How was that?" But if they're like, "Oh, fifteen times." Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm thinking less of you as a person now that you've had COVID 15 times. What are you doing with your music? music. Like, all right. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better. I'm glad that you're doing well. I'm glad that you're on the podcast. Connor, fuck you. How you been? (laughs) Fuck you, man. Sorry, I'm feeling punchy. Fuck you right back. Fuck you right back. (laughs) The tennis of fuck you. What's your name? (laughs) What's your name? (laughs) Uh, go watch that video everybody it's called don't talk to strangers i think don't talk to strangers i think and if not just search like tony ezekiel you'll get there fuck you i i only know it as as the video that connor throws on every now and then when we're in person together (laughs) connor's bachelor party i think was the last time i saw it with connor 
That's I, I, that right. I, I think I popped it on about a month and a half. There's a ago, lot actually. of Connor meme videos on his bachelor party, and I was like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> wow, we're still watching YouTube. <laughs> I remember that well. Uh, I've been all right. Um, I just found out that there's been a huge shakeup on one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Dragon mm-hmm. Friends. Oh, my. Uh, What's going on? Well, it's co-run by two DMs. And mm-hmm. one of them does most of the stuff, and the other one does most of the NPCs. And uh, I don't remember any of their names. But <laughs> they uh, are both retiring from the podcast because they have children and jobs. Oh. Okay. And so two of the players are going to DM it instead. And one of those players is Tom Carty. Wow. Okay. Neat. He's going to be a dm yes he is going to dm it absolutely perfect he just released a song about how he's going to be dming dragon friends that's That's exactly what i was gonna ask yep uh i I love that good for that yeah tom cardi is an excellent funny musician who puts like absurd amounts of effort and polish production wise into very funny songs most people wouldn't think are precious enough for all of that man hours, but they are. And he puts yeah. them in. You hear that, Tom Cardi? You just got an approval from Connor. And I feel like uh, you're going to get a call from Tom That's... Cardi any day now, Connor. Hey, as a fellow podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ He's alive. A... <laughs> we both have the same amount of podcasts. He's hey, we probably made more episodes than me, but we both have the two, same amount. Two listeners, at least. <laughs> well, I, let's not. Let, it's kind of gaudy, I think, to consider listenership. I, I am one of the listeners, so I mean. Yeah. Oh, no. Now we only have one listener. <laughs> and Sophia just listening to herself. Oh, boy, howdy. Love it. Love it. Um, how about you, man? How are you been? Not, yeah, how not, are you, Evan? Not to not to set Connor off. Keep it keep it toned down. But I hurt my back again. You don't need to talk about back stuff. I know I your don't. whole thing about back stuff. I got I got back stuff. The the cross country flights to go back to Massachusetts for work fucked up my back again. And boy howdy. Am I living it? Oof. That, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah, but in more important things, I went to an art uh festival like makers mart fair thing today and i threw so much money at so many cool artists get some new pokemon stickers no uh some lady named cat drew drew salem cat little character of salem good cat that's cat that's cat And, and this guy named justin who um i liked from the last time but didn't have enough money to buy his art I bought his art this time because it's his line work is so fucking cool. It's so expressive. And he does such detail in the shading. I got some prints from that from that guy. Ooh. These are not cats. Those no. aren't cats. But but good. But they are good. So yeah, if you if you want if you want my money, be an artist. Like it's my weakness to throw money at artists. Evan is a great patron of the arts. Oh, that's very good to know. Yeah. I have a bridge that I'm about to draw that I like to sell you. Oh, please, please. Also, do you have any? Do you have any? Do you have any deeds to islands that I can buy? <laughs> I can draw um, some. 
<laughs> but Leah, uh, Leah actually brought home. Um, she gets like random stuff at the at the library, and some sometimes it's like free swag that she can just grab. And it was from some like film festival. She got me a sticker and a button that just says "Pay artists." That's what you gotta yes. do? Fucking support. Absolutely. Especially um, in the age enough. of AI, uh, robots taking jobs. Not to set you off. All right, that, that you you chose not to set me off about X. Yeah, no, you're and right. I'm not you're setting right. you I'm, off about AI. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Okay. But I, but I do want to say, did you see the thing about about so the Wacom about, tablets? Going to say something about it. I'm going to go into back <laughs> stuff. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But no. <laughs> I've never been part of a Mexican standoff before, but this is what it feels like. And back surgeries are, yeah. are usually um, not that helpful. Usually random, back surgeries never, are not helpful. Uh, like I wasn't random saying, topic. I've just been doing yoga. <laughs> oh, good segue. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Number 92. <laughs> We're a podcast. Everything's great. What's your favorite song not in your native language? Oh. Oh. So while uh, y'all are thinking, I, know, like, I think I think I know what Connor's gonna respond with, I, but uh, I could be wrong. Okay, Ooh. all right, all right. Hang, hang. I'll, I'll defer. I want to hear Connor's because I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear Sophia celebrate or just yell at him. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna put two layers to my response here. My first response is what I think Sophia thinks I'm going to say. Probably is Sleepyhead by. A band. It was Let very me... popular. It hit a Passion couple. Pit. Yeah. Passion no. Pit. I got no, you. No, I don't. I don't think that's that's not what I was gonna say. Okay. Well, the the really really high pitched bit is an Irish lullaby that they uh, sampled and put in, uh, which is a fun fact about that song in general. Okay. My actual response is the alternate version of a particular Pikmin song. Oh damn! It's like. It's very dulcet and calming and relaxed. And I think it's the version in French. I know it's not in English. It's been a long time since I've listened to it. I was thinking that you, because we talked relatively recently, um, yeah. and you mentioned that your favorite song or the, the best song on the Encanto soundtrack is Dos Oruquitas. I thought oh. that was what it was going to be because you did, you mentioned it recently, but I understand why recency bias has, has misled it, has misled me. I just assumed that I had made a big deal out of Irish language things at some point over the course of our friendship and that you were pegging yeah. me as like, oh, he's, he talks about Irish stuff a lot. That's probably what he's going to do again. <laughs> So I gotta ask. So if the songs in French, do the Pikmin speak French? No, no, it's not the Pikmin singing. They do have a language. Don't know what, like in a sim kind of way, sort of approximates okay. language, and they do sing, but they do not sing this song. It's okay. I think just something that plays over credits, or it might. So I don't even what? know. I think it's from Pikmin too. Maybe the first one a long long time i remember having a lot of trouble finding it when i do go looking for it so what what about it what about it grabs you uh it just it's so comforting i don't know what the lyrics mean but it just feels so relaxing 
and like everything is going to be just a-okay bud and it reminds me of pikmin which is my favorite game franchise of all time i did not know that Okay. <laughs> Look at it's just in the way that these conversations unfold. Wow. You know, friends wow. you've known for years learn new things about you. I mean, I knew you played Pikmin excessively because I lived yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. And there were many a nights where you would be up on your stupid ass Wii U because it is by far the worst Nintendo console. I'm gonna go on the record <laughs> saying that. Agreed. Um Okay. Playing, playing Pikmin. I forget which Pikmin it was. That would have been the I first. I remember. One. Wow, really? I did, it's that. They re-released that new. it. No, no, they oh, re-released the okay. original. Okay, gotcha. They've also re-released Pikmin Two, but you shouldn't play it. You should pay two hundred dollars to get the original GameCube version because they still had the rights for name branded things in it. And so instead of getting generic battery, you get literally a Duracell battery. That's awesome. That's worth it. That's worth it to okay. me. Mm-hmm. So, I got I I, I I not to not to derail from our question, but what's so bad about the Wii U? <sighs> oh no! Oh no! What did I do to you? <laughs> you know, it's just there, there were already a lot of problems with the Wii controllers, and like the motion sensitivity thing was very innovative, and I'm glad Nintendo tried it out, but it just like. It turns out it's just not that fun to have a really yeah. heavy motion sensitivity uh, kind of like maybe if it becomes more precise, it'll be cool. And like there were some games where they really focused on it and did it anyway. But the Wii U was just that, except also you had this bulky viewer like second screen and it was really just the switch without any of the things that make the Switch great and innovative. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that. It was like an extra controller. Okay. But it didn't really add anything. I don't know if uh, this is, I feel like this is this is bef- like kind of after our time as children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think we were, we were probably watching uh, the commercials that aired for this at the at the time we were still watching cartoons and stuff but do you remember leapfrog tablets oh yeah 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 the wii u controller looks like a leapfrog tablet and that's that's my <laughs> my main issue with it is that yep. actually it's my second main issue with it is the aesthetics look like a toddler toy that's true um and never thought that was it before. very true it was always just such a a burden on my my eyes um, that I just, I, anytime I would look at it and imbibe its visage, uh, I would just, I would cringe. I would, I would shudder. It it was, it was a poison chalice from which your eyes were drinking. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, The actual, the actual other main uh, complaint that I have is is like a much more legitimate one is that it's basically the Wii, but it, but they added an extra controller that wasn't compatible with the Wii that you already had. And it wasn't different enough from the Wii that you'd be like, I should buy this. It's like buying a Game Boy Advance SP if you already have an Advance. You're like... I did it. Yeah, you might as well not. Like, if you have it, if you happen to get one, like, go, cool, awesome. But, like, they do the same thing. Yeah, they really could have just made the Wii U pad for the Wii 
and it would yep. have been pretty much the same thing. The one game I had that used it effectively was Zombie U. Uh, okay. Because in the game, you if you wanted to get something out of your backpack, you wouldn't pause. You would still be in the world in real time. And yep. so you would have your pad with the screen on it that you'd be looking down. And you would also need to like check up on the screen and look around to oh. see if any zombies were sneaking up on you. That's cool. Which felt very immersive because while I on that, that screen, your character was digging around in their bag, you were also like averting your gaze from the actual zombie problems. Oh, that's fun. That's was, good. That's really clever. And that was the only time that I was like, this was a good idea. That's kind of and, a bummer. And they totally could have done that by just making it an addition to the existing Wii. You know, yeah. like it could have been just a Wii tablet and or a Leapfrog, the Wii Leapfrog tablet. <laughs> the weak frog. <laughs> the weak frog. Oh, boy. Anyway. Right, Sophia, what's yours? What's your favorite <sighs> song not in your native language? Um, This is a hard question because I have a boring answer that I just enjoy a song or um here's a, here's there's a secret it's not boring because i'm gonna get to listen to new music at the end of this that's fucking dope fair, fair. um okay so i think i mean i listen to and this is t- this is a technicality um but it's called deja vu and yeah. it's by Prin- prince royce who's a bachata artist or not a, he like makes a lot of bachata music um and it has shakira on it and I'm pretty sure Shakira's on this one. This is, this is, this is... It's kind of hard to go wrong if, if Shakira's included. This yeah. Is, this has officially become a pro Shakira podcast. This is now episode number two. Yeah. I mean, and it's, wait, it's really? Is this the second music? episode? Yeah. Uh, Shakira came up in, in the last one because Connor thought uh, Shakira wrote uh, Rihanna music and was incorrect. Oh, well, I'm definitely going to... I confirmed this now to make sure that I'm not lying that this is the actual song. Um, the unyielding pressure of knowing that the things that you say are recorded. Right? Um, yeah. Turns out there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, it is Shakira. I confirmed it. We're good. There you go. She's right. Um, but yeah, it's just a good song. Just a fun song. Um, I enjoy it. And technically, it's not my native language because I don't fluently speak Spanish anymore. But okay. and it, it wasn't the first language I spoke. Even I, li- I like I like the workaround. And the title is French, so there you go. And the title's French. I gotta say, uh, bachata is my favorite Latin style to dance to. It's a fun one. It's such it's a just... good, easy, easy quote unquote. Yeah. Very easy. So easy <laughs> that you can do it. <laughs> Connor, was that one of the the lessons that yeah. you came to? Was a bachata lesson? Uh-huh. <laughs> were you were you able to succeed? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I I technically put my feet the places they were supposed to be, but Jonathan was leading it, and I think that he told me at one point you need to loosen up your hips, and from then on I was <laughs> done. There was you're... I didn't know how to do that. I just you're just so so cognizant of those two sockets on your legs yeah no like if you'd given me a couple of weeks to just do the footwork maybe i would have had enough bare brain space to focus on another part of my body as it was couldn't do couldn't put my feet the places they were supposed to be and probably wasn't able to move my hips even if i had full focus on them 
So that's that's the <laughs> trick. That's the trick. You don't focus. You just have fun. Oh no, dude. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's yeah. that's not how Connor works. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, not all dancing. <laughs> um, used, I, I'm sure I think both of you have seen me have fun while I dance. <laughs> it's a train wreck. Like, it's an it's <laughs> a tragedy. It is fun though. I think that we I think that that is the uh, the operative word. It's fun. Yeah. It, if you're not having fun while dancing, you sh- you shouldn't be dancing. Because, like, dancing is supposed to be fun. Okay, then I won't dance. <laughs> That's a shame, because dancing's fun. Watching... <laughs> oh, recursive logic! Watching Connor dance during... And this is, this is going to sound really mean, but I mean it in, like, the probably the most endearing way possible. Uh-huh. Uh, watching... <laughs> what, a true, what a true preface to friendship. <laughs> <laughs> watching Connor dance during those lessons that... And for context, um, I was on a dance team in college and we hosted socials and I dragged Connor along because we needed people to, we needed bodies. Um, Watching Connor learn how to dance salsa and bachata was like watching the quap character. Oh, oh, that's I so fair. That's so oh, accurate and so fair. Like, uh. lo- absolute loads of fun, but not graceful. <laughs> I just so I I I too did did um, ballroom dancing in college. A similar enough thing, uh, and I was attending a social, and. I'm the other end of the spectrum where it's like, I'm just focusing on having fun. And like, these were people who are like competition ready and like want to focus on that thing. Oh boy, boy, this, this stern lady from, from a polytechnic university was very displeased with my form and kept correcting me. Like, girl, I'm just trying to have fun and talk to you right now. Like, why do, why do I need to be all up in your thighs on this tango? It's we're cool. We don't, we're cool. I don't know you. We're cool. <laughs> that sounds immensely stressful. I had a good time, but oh, I that's also good. that's because I danced with everyone else but her after that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, just not going to connect, right? Not going to not going to not not looking for the same night. Yeah, exactly. There was Me? there was one there was one girl on the team um she was fine. A lot of people were afraid of her, but I always got along with her story of my life as connor will will make fun of but she used to take her uh thumb and her middle finger and dig it into your bicep if if your arm started to droop to keep your to keep your form correct wow yeah that sounds like somebody who would just take my arm by the end of the night (laughs) that that is no longer your arm that belongs to her now just yeah like taking a chunk out of a deck of cards my bicep. <laughs> oh boy. So enough about ballroom dance. Uh my answer is uh a song called uh Seichotsu, which is uh Growing Pains in English. It's by a, a J pop band called Cider Girl, who is probably my favorite J Rock band. I don't know. They do like some kind of fun dancey emo type tunes 
and their their first album soda, soda pop fan club is i i throw it on all the time um but that song just always grabbed me right off the jump there's just just something about the cadence of it and i ended up looking up the lyrics because you know i don't know a fucking word but it opens with like hello it's nice to meet your heart and like that's that's a really interesting way to start a love song and i can't remember if it was positive or negative and i'm pretty sure it's something i i mean it's something i listened to so i'm pretty sure it ended up being a not happy love song but it really like it showed me that emo is universal no matter your language or nation it's just like we all feel the same kind of pop punk feelings <laughs> uh Hello? so that Hello, it's nice to meet your heart. Gives me strong um, someone who dissects bodies for fun vibes. Okay. To meet your heart, (laughs) (laughs) like a creepy, like a creepy mortician. Yeah, yeah. Line number two should be about removing the rib spreaders. Yeah. Sewing back up at the end. It was uh, line two, something about a rusty door. I think. Rib splitters, like I said. There, there you go. That's no, a name brand. Far off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't go, go listen. Go listen to J Rock. I have so many recommendations if you're interested in that kind of thing. What's the What's the title and artist again? Uh, gro- it's Growing Pains by Cider Girl. They also do the theme song to Comey Can't Communicate, which is called Cinderella, because she should. Be- Yes. You should drop that in the uh, drop that in the, the link in the description. Like, I'll I'll link all of our songs. Yes. So people can listen and and hear songs potentially in their native language or potentially not. Ugh, I'm gonna need Ooh. to find the the one that I was thinking of because I don't have title or artist. Well, good <laughs> luck. Do some fucking work. Keep <laughs> song French. Keep song Whoa. French lullaby Credits. comfy comfy one. blanket feel. Uh, <laughs> not, AS, not asmr <laughs> connor how many how good are you at keywords uh hey google oh. how, how keyword pikmin songs are no lyrics <laughs> give help please yes Ooh. okay so here's here's a fun one it's number 84 the question is what is the least traditionally manly thing about you and the bonus is, what is the least traditionally feminine thing about you? Mm. Least tradition. I mean, I feel like right up front, I can I can hit that bonus question with just having a beard. That is, bearded women is not traditionally feminine. It That's is a true. shame, but it is a fact. It's is there anything less feminine about me? than that i don't think so i think it's just right up front easy breezy cover girl got a beard <laughs> okay uh i think the least traditionally masculine thing about me is that i have a career that focuses on working with kids okay yeah and i assume you're not doing yeah. physical labor with the kids you're not you're not teaching them how to how to bust rocks <laughs> yeah no, he doesn't work in Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Wisconsin. Same no, Wisconsin's more a good one. Say more states. <laughs> Name more states. 
Oklahoma, Texas. Florida. I don't know geology. <laughs> Geography. Yes. Yeah, ge- yeah, that's how little he knows it. <laughs> I don't know words. Uh, yeah, but no, it's a lot of feelings kind of stuff and yep. a lot of uh, like emotional connection. Being a psychologist, okay. it turns out you got to be good at those things. And it's even more so working with kids, I think. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And do you think... so? I guess my question then is how far does tradition fall back? I get, I think I agree with you, cause, mm. but I feel like in this day and age, it is a far more commonplace thing. But also speaking traditionally, I, you know, I'm sexist. When I think, when I think manly, I think, you know, buff working hands. Barbecue. Beer dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I think generally things are getting a bit less traditional in the, like, grand scheme, in the right circles. But, yeah. No, I can Um, tell you from experience, still, like, going through my different uh, schools, there were fewer men in general, and especially fewer in the classes that focused on working with kids and adolescents. And I think, I, I know I got weird vibes from people when I would tell them that I wanted to work with kids in a very like, okay. I don't think that's something men should do. Like suspicious in, in Why do you want ways. that? Hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. That wouldn't have come across, that wouldn't have come across my brain, but I could see how people would have, I, I don't agree with it, but I could see how people might have pause with something like that, but it's just like, I mean, yeah. I fucking hate kids. Keep them far away from me. But like, <laughs> I was always supportive of you being like, "Oh yeah, I want to help. I want to help kids be fu- functional." Yeah, fucking you're a cool guy. Know how to cope in this hell existence that we have. Yeah, give whereas me I'm like, what is what is that small thing that I probably shouldn't swear at? <laughs> probably, probably you, you you might be able to. I don't. Have you seen me in front of kids, Sophia? Because it's it's. I, I I have not. It is but granted. It is like, I feel that I I relate to that very strongly. Word. Like kids are, I I look at a child and I, and I think there are two ways to talk to this child, like a college professor, or <laughs> like I'm talking to my dog who doesn't understand me. <laughs> Those are my two modes for children. <laughs> somehow somehow they both feel wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, you turned to page I, I, 64 in your coloring book. <laughs> okay, cool. I feel validated. So Yeah, okay. listen, a lot of people don't like kids, and I do get that. <laughs> a lot of the time, they're shrill little bastards. I like them. I think they're fun. You you do a good job with kids, man. You 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 are on their wavelength, and you're both having a grand old time. And, like... I don't know, just the way that you treat your niece, nieces, like you both educate and empower, even though they're like little things that shouldn't have autonomy yet. Cool. I didn't know I did that. <laughs> That's because nice. you're a fucking decent person and you do all this shit subconsciously, you ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Connor. You you total asshole. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man, we are just... <laughs> Firing. Um, so I'd say my least traditionally manly um, aspect is my proclivities for cute things. I fucking love 
cute things. Is it soft? Is it pink? Is it adorable? Do I just want to squish it? I think, I think, like, I'm always going for, like, the girly pretty stuff. Like, I got nail polish on. I love Kirby because he's just the pink blob and just, like, I like things that just make me go, oh, yeah. And that's just a lot of cute things. And I don't think, like, traditionally, like, you know, I'm supposed to be in, like, I don't know, fucking cars or what other manly things are there? I, I don't know. Bodybuilding? I kind of lift. Maybe that counts. But... No, just give me like you went. You just went to a, a sporting event. Yeah, you did tell a story about how you were at I a did. sporting event. Very nice. Was, so guys, it manly. Was so, it was so fucking weird. I had to. I was actually teaching people about the rules of hockey. Me, this idiot. Like I knew the most. What the fuck? Um, yeah, and there are circles on the paint. There are circles on the paint. It's weird. Are there are paint circles on the ice. Um, but like at work, I got um, a wrist a wrist rest that's got birds and flowers on it because I like that it's yellow and pretty. And my coworkers like, oh, that's Irene's. Like, no, it's mine. Like, she's not allowed allowed to have cute things. And she looked at me kind of like, are you fucking with me right now? I'm like, no. Why am I not allowed to like these things? So that did not look like a a, a wrist rest. I thought that was a really large pad. No, oh. like. I thought it was a really tiny, long skateboard. <laughs> we all need our eyes checked. Uh, <laughs> all right. And I'd say the least traditionally feminine thing about me is that I need to solve a problem. Like, mm. I'm always getting yelled at by Leah that, like, I have started getting better. I have mm. started asking, do you want solutions or do you need to vent? It's good. It's a good start. For for ninety nine point six percent of the time, it's what about this? Well, we have this. Have you yeah. tried this? And she's like, "Shut the fuck up, you fucking idiot!" Like I I am not. I've already gone through all of these things in my head six times. Like I do not need this more from you. And I'm like, I'm just trying to help, but I'm not helping because because that's not that's that's Evan. You're looking for solutions to give, and the one that they want is just for you to listen. You dumb idiot. That's it. It's just your ear holes. You. Just big, want your ear holes. Big old moron. Yeah. Just hold the so, emotions for a little while. Don't get rid of them. Don't yep. don't solve it. Just hold yeah. them. So that like, that that would be what I would argue is my least traditionally feminine thing. It's just like I can't. I, it's like I I see a problem. I need to do it. It's like oh I see fuck. It's not the same thing. If this one's just me being weird, but it's like I see dirty like a dirty plate on the couch. Like need to move that immediately or it won't happen. So. I don't know why there's a plate on your couch, but that that's a whole nother discussion. Do you not get sad and eat on the couch and then just put it down when you get up to pee and then you're like, oh, man. No. No, I don't okay. do plates on my couch. My couch is for my ass and well, my back. You're a much more put together girl than I am because <laughs> I am a slug that will eat everywhere. But you do have a soft aesthetic. I do. You do. I do. With pink things. Very soft. And I know what I'm about, y'all. All right. That's enough about me. Sophia, what's what's yours? What's your flavors? Mm, my flavors. I think to to rip off of Connor, um, my they're just as the opposite though. My least traditionally yeah. feminine aspect is that I, I don't really like kids. Okay. Um I my my line is that like I'll I'll like my kids if I have them. Like yeah, I hope. Yeah, it's like how yeah. we all tolerate the smell of our own farts better than other people's. 
Exactly. And okay. and you even kind of find your own farts mildly endearing. Like, yeah. oh, that's that's the Chinese <laughs> food um, that I ate earlier. Love it. Good job processing um, that, buddy. Yeah. I really appreciate um, this remix. <laughs> ten, ten, out, 10 out of 10. You, 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 know? did, you, did, you did the work, me. It, that, it doesn't smell as atrocious going out as I thought it would. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I gotta stop drinking during this fucking podcast. <laughs> I've got to get a fucking spit take one of these days. And that's how you, your drinking part. That's when your drinking problem started. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh man, my my what was the what was it least uh, so traditionally, traditionally least uh, traditionally feminine least masculine. traditionally masculine. Gosh, you want to get both ways, or you know uh, the idea of a binary gender because that's what the... works. I'm trying. It's just a dumb, um, dumb brain. Gosh, I feel like there's so much about me that's so non-traditionally masculine, um, and from the fact that I like makeup to the fact that I like dresses. I mean, these are all like. I mean, I'm a woman who likes traditionally girly things. So I, I was about to say, are you are you too like like me, a, a cute girl? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know if I if I like the cutesy things as much. I tried. Yep. I tried to do that, and I'm like, mm, it's not really. It's not really me. I'm more of a goth right. girl or uh, like a scene girl. Like fishnets, both, I really like both fishnets. So much cooler. Probably my least mas- traditionally masculine thing is how many fishnets I own. I guess. I love that. Uh, okay, gotta ask: Are your fishnets solely for your legs, or you do have other fishnet apparel? Are you got the gloves going? Did you? Did I you, do a fishnet did, gloves. Did you yeah. pull? Did you pull an Evan in high school and get the fishnet shirt? I did never. I don't have a fishnet shirt, despite the fact that I think it would look great. Um, it's surprisingly hard to find. I, I, I mean, mean, did I you struggle? I, when, I feel like you just walked out of your house one day and found a fishnet shirt lying on the street. So, Connor, <laughs> I need to remind you that this, that this was 2010, 2009, oh, back yeah. when emo was in its fucking heyday, my dude. Oh, yeah. And, Before we had the emo recession. There's yeah. a Spencer's on every corner. Exactly. Uh, so for me back then, I went into Hot Topic and I was like, hey, y'all got any fishnet shirts? And they took me into the back, like not not the back of the store, the back where they where they keep the storage, because apparently they wore my fishnet shirts back then. Just this idiot. <laughs> hmm. uh, wow. So I, just out of out of curiosity, because I don't really know much about styling fishnets, uh, how do you style fishnets? Are you like throwing on gloves just for the hell of it? Do you do you like have specific outfits for your tights? Like, what's what what what's the deal? I feel like a fishnet outfit is mostly for me. It's like this is my my thing is crop top, cute skirt slash mm-hmm. jeans shorts, yep. like shirt shorts, and then fishnets. And then it usually is is, I want to say the opposite of topped off because it's on my feet, um, <laughs> with a, I guess kicked off because bottom down, bottom down, yeah, that's a good one, <laughs> um, with Converse or Vans. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. a comprehensive look. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm all I'm all about it. I fu- I fully support this type of behavior. Very cool, my dude. 
See, now I'm really more of a, a fishnet snuggy kind of guy. I just want to pretend to be a fish. Really get back to the roots of the fishnet. You know, that that's that's admirable. Honestly, uh, if you could just like then get stuck in the fishnet as this fish. It shouldn't have sleeves, honestly. The fishnet snuggy is, is no. still too far removed. Connor, are you any good at flopping? You a flopping boy? Uh, you've seen me dance. You know I can handle it. <laughs> well, that's quapping. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I was trying to flop. I guess I just wound up compromising on the quap. <laughs> All right, moving moving along to number sixty three. A little bit more of a of a poignant question. Which would you rather? To perfectly understand your pet, or to have your pet perfectly understand you? That's it. I, you know, that's. I think that's that's easy. What is it? All right. What is it? I think that's easy. I think to perfectly understand my pet, um, because then I can provide for his needs. You know, as as the I don't say I don't want to say that higher intelligent being because I'm giving myself a lot of credit that I probably should not have. Um, <laughs> Like if, I, if if the if the brains were raised to both levels, your 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 pet's gonna smoke you. Yeah, I mean I'm stupid enough to pay for food, and like he gets this for free. So who's <laughs> really the idiot? Um, <laughs> Pretty sweet okay. gig. Yeah. It's good work if you can get it. Yeah. So if so. I, if I could perfectly understand him, then I think I could you know provide all the things that he needs and like. I obviously he wouldn't be I'd still be able to not communicate with him well but right. you know it's still we'd have an understanding and yeah because yeah. I feel like especially if yeah. you understood him perfectly you would understand the amount that he understands you and you could relate yeah. to him within that framework Exactly. Yeah, and he, he. I mean, for Evan, for for context, yeah. and and listeners, for you, for you as well. Um, my dog is the the cutest dog in the whole world, as uh, as everyone who has a dog or animal would say. I disagree. Um, everyone's everyone's pet is perfect, and everyone is correct. Exactly. Um, but we just we got him a couple of years ago from a a shelter, and. Mm -hmm. He's like got, he would have like loads, I don't want to say loads of behavioral problems, but he was like very um, ambivalent towards us. Like when we, we had to meet him three times before he was like willing to come home with us. Okay. Um, and the first time he just like didn't interact with us at all. He just like kind of hung out on the other side of the yard and it was just like, and then he'd like come up to the bed and that was next to us and just like stay there. The second time we met him, um, we, he was like, "Oh, I remember you." Uh, and then he came up to us for like thirty seconds, and then got a little, got pretty stressed out, and like started growling about like how he wanted his space. And then the third time, he actually came up to us, and like we we like had a little bit more of an interaction. And then we took him home like a like a week later or so. Right. Um, but since then, he's like we've been trying to like get him to come out of his shell, and like he's do he's doing great now, like comparatively. Um, I remember like, times when he would come out of his shell a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he like he, he had like didn't know how to like set boundaries without like use it without using biting. Um, oh. And 
and like we've been teaching him not to not to bite and like if he's going to like talk to bite and to correct like it would be like a nip not like an i'm really biting you because dogs right. naturally bite to correct each other um okay and like it's really hard to understand dogs especially dogs that have issues setting their own boundaries so like i think i could understand him he would uh, probably be a lot happier I think that's great. And I, I really like how you're like, not to, not to set me and Connor up for this, but how you're coming from such a selfless place with this, with this thought <laughs> process. Like, I just, I love that you are basically empowering your, your dog with the idea that you can understand him better. Yeah. You're, you're already making me feel bad about my answer, but I want to hear Evan's <laughs> Evan's first. Cause Evan, you've okay. got cats. So you've got yeah. a very different challenge for understanding. I do. I do. Um, and I am very entertained by, uh, Sophia, your, just the alacrity with which you answered and were like, ah, oh, this is fucking easy. Cause I too thought it was very easy and I would rather, uh, the pet perfectly understand me. Um, for, I love Salem and Diego. Like my partner's cats are fantastic. I love being their big fucking couch of a roommate. Uh, but there are times that they are asking me for things and I just, I need to, I just want to explain to them cause they're like so sad or, or upset that I'm not playing with them immediately. And, and like, I just want to, I just want to sit down and just be like, Hey, this doesn't mean I love you any less that I don't want to pick up a toy right now, but like my back's in a lot of fucking pain and I just need to sit for like 15 minutes, Diego. Like it's totally okay, buddy. Um, and for uh for that they can like get where i'm coming from as opposed to just their space and then i can like work in their space without just being like a flat up you know i'm not doing what you want i don't like you it's like that's not the case and i think if they can understand me i can teach them how to like shake their head yes and no and then we could communicate in yes and no questions Mm. I was thinking that could be a workaround to kind of get both sides. Cause like we both thought like, how can we, how can we play both sides of the, both sides of the table right now? Um, but I just, there's so many things that I want to express to these little fucking idiots that I can't. And most of it's just that I love them and I will be coming back. Don't worry. Please stop worrying. It's okay. I, and they just don't get it. And like, I, I always, I always feel bad. So that's why I want them to get me. I think that's I, fair. I get them. <laughs> I think the 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 thing, especially with cats, is that they could perfectly understand you, but then choose to disregard what you say. Yeah, that's I, totally I wonder. Fine. The question might be uh, whether the cats already truly understand you and they're manipulating you. Okay. Uh, How would you know if the cats truly understood you? Do you think they would act any differently? Oh, yes and no because it's weird because I know they do understand some things like mm -hmm. fucking as as I bring up all the time Diego understands how mirrors work that's not a thing that cat brains should be capable of but he fucking gets it he he knows human speech <laughs> but also he's a fucking idiot <laughs> all yeah. part of the plan so, all part of the plan. I don't know. I, I, I think I think they're they're too they're too honest for their own goods because like everyone has all the all these like 
inclinations that cats are are scheming and vile but like no no they're just they're just idiots full of love too they just they just want to be a little bit further away than dogs because mm. like i pet salem like a dog and if anybody else pets salem like a dog she'd fucking rip them to shreds but somehow we've we've communicated to that point where it's just like i'm gonna just mush you around and then leah will try to do the thing and she'll just get a <laughs> little nip and it's like I like I talked to you, Connor, on, on I think the last podcast. Oh no, cat bites! They're so bad. They're just communicating with you. If you fuck with them, they're gonna bite you. Of course they are. It's you don't need to worry about it. Yes, yeah, generally how animals uh, communicate. You know the whole like they have claws and teeth, and they don't have uh, vocal cords that form words. So you know what's uh, scratch bite yell. I think exactly. I think too that's probably particularly true of cats and smaller dogs where I think bigger dogs it's easier for us to pick up on their body language uh, mm. where smaller dogs like everything is just scaled down and so you don't notice things quite as clearly and then like pushing against you doesn't have the same impact uh, I wonder if that's all bullshit or if maybe that's actually if there's anything to that you're like a psychologist, Connor. Yeah, I don't study animals, though. Though I what do. What do you even do? I change, do have enough. Change gears. I've got enough animal studies in my background that I have a visceral reaction to you telling me that Salem understands mirrors. Well, she doesn't because she's an idiot. It's Diego. There you go. Wow, Egg this board. is this, Connor. You're a therapist. You're supposed to listen to people. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just I'm not a kid. He's like, I I don't I don't yeah, need to help him. He's already he's yeah. he's too late. Yeah. He's fucked. Too far gone. Yep, Plato's dried out. I got nothing for you. <laughs> well, what do you have me as far as which is your preference? To understand you or to understand the animal? Well, on the topic of me being a psychologist, uh I I have to carry a lot of stories and people who've been through a lot of things in their past. And so I've developed a pretty thick skin as far as uh handling other people's trauma, but I cannot understand Mocha and Rumor perfectly because I could not bear the weight of their emotions. Mocha is a sad, sad dog. And Rumor is an anxious, anxious dog. And I don't think that I could function in my life knowing how they feel. They are my heroes because they get up every day and I don't know how <laughs> they are. <laughs> so many feelings for both of them all the time. And I just don't think I could carry it all. Oh my God. So I, I need mean, them to understand me instead so I can be saved from the horror of understanding their lives. <laughs> your dog is your hero is such a beautiful statement. <laughs> They try their best every single day. Uh, yeah. That is true. That is so true. The they're, best thing about, about animals is they just try their best. They're both mothers also. I don't think that I could handle fully understanding what it means to have puppies and never see them again. Oh my god. That you that that just took a, a deeply dark and sad turn. I know. Because <laughs> I, I this is already it's too much for me to try to live life through their eyes. Oh, yeah. 
So if they could just understand me perfectly, so one, Mocha doesn't think that I'm dead when I've been gone from the house for half an hour. Yep. And two, so that Rumor doesn't think that one of these days I'm going to snap and and just throttle her, which she's oh. always on the lookout for. You never. That would be fantastic for them, I think. You could you could ease their burden a little bit. Oh, those poor poor fluffs that are aren't particularly fluffy, but are very fuzzy. Yeah, short hair fluffs. Also, also, I I didn't know that Mocha was a sad dog. It, she has know, the saddest eyes in the the whole world. That's the thing is that you like Evan Evan. You see Mocha most of the time when she's excited to have guests over, and so like yeah. she gets yeah. very happy, but she also <laughs> has an incredibly sad face if she's just chilling out or if uh, she isn't getting the attention that she thinks that she needs 24-7 if she doesn't have somebody petting her and there are people around who aren't paying attention to her very sad face oh. or pop well thank you for sharing you're welcome I guess uh Let's 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 get a let's get a little bit angrier about animals. <laughs> oh no! We're being we're, so we've all been very nice to the animals that we know and love. Uh-huh. Let's let's switch gears. Oh you get no! To eradicate one creature, organism, etc. What is it and why? You're, there are there are there are classes of living creature that need to go. <laughs> What is it and why, Connor? It's really hard to come up with a more creative answer than mosquitoes, but it's got to be mosquitoes. I was going to say the same thing. I agree. They're personally aggravating, and they kill millions of people all the time. All the time. I have a personal vendetta and a humanitarian vendetta against them. It's got to be mosquitoes. I think my only my only reservation is that they might be too big of an organism in the grand scheme of the circle of life. They might it's be like too some important. sort of like feeding linchpin that like too many bats eat them or other yeah. frogs and bugs and shit. Yeah, mm. I, I would hope that moths would just kind of take their spot, but I don't know. I really don't. Not a whole lot of vampiric, parasitic, flying bugs. I think that would replace them in a way that isn't the same more or less but i would I, like to I mean, hope so we can just hope that fruit flies just get big oh i hope not <laughs> i i genuinely hope not because i feel like a fall a good fallback answer is is flies that that common okay. house fly um granted they probably have a great deal of like use in the ecosystem mm-hmm. given how they like break down apps just like shit and garbage um and just in the decomposition yeah and but they're just so fucking stupid you know you open a door for them and you're like please leave just leave you just you just leave and then they they fly full speed ahead at the fucking closed window right next to your door and you're like do you survive and and the problem is that they're saving their brilliance for when you're trying to kill them yeah because they go galaxy brain as soon as you try to swat them it's it's the meme where they're like 
you know, where the brain is just like a light with all sorts of activity. <laughs> yeah. That's when they're evading you. They're living <laughs> three seconds in the future. Like, unless you're trying to peacefully usher them out of your yeah. home. Like our our paths have crossed. I would I would like I would like to end this relationship with you, Mister Bug. Um, I th I think the thing that I would throw on, I, yes, mosquitoes. I I agree wholeheartedly. I do think I agree with flies because they're so goddamn loud. Too. Oh my god! You always yes. know when you have a fly. There's something you don't know in where the it is, noise, but too. you know what's in the room. Oh, yeah, it shivers down my spine. It's, it's impossible awful. to ignore. And it's it's been in too many horror movies. It's they they're they're flying right up against the window that they're that's very clearly closed, and they know it. We we all know it. We're all in the room. We know it's closed. It hasn't been opened ever. Um, somehow they got in. Yep. And it's just so loud. You're you're just watch. You're living your life, and then all of a sudden it's like buzz. Buzz, did I get a text? No, it's a fly. Until they go to the next room, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, maybe it got out the same way it got in. Nope. It got out just long enough for you to stop being used to that noise, and now it's back. They, they Fresh out all over again. So easily, because like, cause they get in without your noticing, and then like Sophia said, they can't fucking get out even with a goddamn red carpet just rolled out for them. Yeah, they're like invisible spies. Who can infiltrate the greatest bank in the world when they're trying to get into your home and then they're blundering idiots when they need to get out uh, yep this genuine genuine question is that why is that why they're referred to as bugs no not that's a fun etymology ends. question what why are recorders called bugs uh, what did you just Google? Did you just did you Google recorders? Yeah. Oh, uh, like the mics, bugs. No, like not bugs, those bugs. kinds. I thought you were saying like, oh. are doing, is that the verb bug? But you oh, were talking about. Okay. Uh, mm. This is horrible mm. podcast. Horrible I podcast understand. Radio. I understand. I was so deeply confused because so I thought stupid. I thought Evan meant recorders, like the bad instrument that you learn when you're in first grade. <laughs> They're not called bugs, Evan. They're called recorders. It's the word you used. <laughs> oh man, we're all we're all looking at we're all looking at this fucking MC Escher portrait of a sentence the wrong way oh <laughs> uh, um what, what okay what animal are you taking wiping off the face of the earth i if i can go with organism i want to get rid of cancer cancer not an organism i do it's just not an organism Fuck. no okay cool cool it's a tissue. That, was the, that was the second yeah. thing i thought of so my first answer is ticks um, oh ticks uh, do suck like I Literally. grew up, I I grew up in the woods, so like I'm not su super like like if I see if like I see a tick around on me or on a person, I I can pull it out and stuff. But the idea of ticks fuck me up. It's and making me uncomfortable. Just I, just thinking about it. And I hate the, this conversation already. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> but this is why they need to fucking go. This, like, this ticks me off. Ah, uh, uh, very good. Uh, but just. Ever since I learned about that, I don't even know if it's real or not because I don't double check things. I really need to be better about that. 
but the the idea of a tick biting me and then me becoming allergic to red meat and not to be like, oh, I can't live without steak. No, I just like hamburgers. I like different types. I like eating a lot of different things. Yeah. And just especially as I try to eat more protein, like food, I can't. I can't anymore. Nobody wants a spontaneous food like, allergy. Nope. So no, I it's just and that they sh- they show up without your noticing. And, oh. the, and then and the question that you always have, I've had, I found one tick on my body once in my life. And the big question that I had that I think everybody will have when they yep. find a tick, how long has that been there without me noticing? There's like yeah. a retrospective ick of like, uh-huh. do I need to reevaluate the last two weeks of my life? That was on me this whole time. I just don't oh. know. No, I, I, I had, I was, um, so as a teenager, uh, an an irresponsible teenager who, who may have been in places that she shouldn't have been, that may have been abandoned or not, who's to say? (laughs) Um, and I was, I might've been exploring this, uh, an, an, an abandoned, uh, asylum and went, uh, it was as I, I exited. I checked my socks because that's what you do when yeah. you're going through tall grass. I already hate this. Um, and there was not one, not two, no, but several in the no. truest meaning of several. You poor girl. On my socks, <sighs> I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. It was I... just like. Those little chills, convulsion chills that you get when you're like, this is disgusting. I was living in that. They're just so skeevy. And when when you've got so many of them, you can't even get them all in a panic. Oh, no. Because that's, I found my one tick and I just got it off before I could even really stop and think about it. But when there are a bunch of them, You've got to yeah. go through the panic, and then you're, you've still got ticks on you. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I've got I've got tick stories that I I, I don't want to tell you to tell you just because like y'all look uncomfortable enough that yep. I don't want to do it. But I'll go the other angle of like ticks are one of the reasons that boundaries are a little bit weirder with my family because it was just it was never weird. It was just a routine of we would come out, come in from uh looking from being outdoors like working and stuff and then just like dad and uncle like we'd pull up would pull up our shorts so like you know n- nothing but like the fucking briefs um those are just those are the only things and it's just like can you check me and <laughs> like we would we would stare at each other's legs and backs and arms just like looking for those little bastards cuz it's just like nobody like even even when you're you're used to them, they're awful. No one wants for them. Mm. No, get get them away. And they make you I look think... at your uncle's body <laughs> in ways you never want to. No. But... I think something similar, a similar a similar um, feeling, uh, similar niche. Not not like ecological niche, but a disruptive brain niche. Yeah, is um. Bed bugs. Hmm. Ugh. Yeah, fuck there it that. Is. There yeah. it is. <laughs> I 
I I was invited to like see my mom or sister like go to like France with them or something, but it was like they're having a bed bug outbreak. And she's like, "Fuck that! I don't even want to risk it." Yeah, no, it's like, so fair. I I have I have heard people who have stories from people who have experienced bed bugs, and it is vastly unpleasant. It's it sounds like the worst, the most intimate worst place to be invaded. I, yeah. I I had lice in a previous life and just thinking of that but more horrendous. Yeah, and like just as contagious. You can't like yeah. you're a pariah. You need to declare yourself unclean and live away from society until the problem is solved because you bring bed bugs into somebody else's house and now you've ruined their life too. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 might as well just I ostracized yourself forever. Just make, don't come back. Burn it down. Because at least with at least with lice, because like if it ever happens again, knocking on some wood, I I know I'm just shaving shaving yeah. all, all my head off. Like it's fine. Like hair will grow back or hell if it doesn't. I got hats, but not going through that. Again. You can't you can't shave your bed off and have it grow back. Yeah. <sighs> oh. That would be a really right. cool reality, though, if you can <laughs> shave your bed and it grows back. It would put all the mattress companies out of out of business, though. Big mattress, they'd come for you. That's that's true. <laughs> Once you start selling regenerating mattresses, that's it. You're targeted. Uh, you, you've pissed off uh, Serta Simmons and Sealy, all the S ones. That is I, certain I, I, doom. I, that's fun because I was thinking of uh, Serta as well. <laughs> my my reaction was, you could call yours Eterna. You'll be oh. you'll be sleepies with the fishes. <laughs> Certified dead. Purple. You've sealy you've to your fate. Beaten the color purple. Beaten purple? Beaten? No, not really. Not really. Sealy right. to your fate is very good. It I is. think that's it though. I think that's it. Pretty sure. And 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 ending on the on the high notes. All right, let's go to our our last question. We're yeah, four questions. Last question four of questions. the night. Four questions. I think we did four yeah. questions, man. Yeah. No, did we fuck that? No, we did three. Songs. Holy shit, bugs. we did. The oh other my God. two. Songs bugged the other two. Yeah, I can count. Wait, I thought it was songs. Songs. Bugs. Songs bugs. Pets. 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 And, songs bugs uh, pets. Tradition, yeah, gender and traditional gender things. Oh, traditional, yeah, yeah. Wow, look at that. Huh, I, I wasn't Numbers. expecting the end. Now, Dang. now I just feel deflated. Wine Floyd. Right. <laughs> do we want to do one more? Are we call it. You, can, we can always do one more, and then you could edit whatever the best one is. Yeah, I'm sure oh, the people who have already been listening for an hour and fifteen minutes to this episode want more. <laughs> or they could, yeah. All right. Well, Evan, I mean, you stated you are this podcast. You get to decide. Oh no, 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 no. That was that was that was not real. I am the host. That's it. <laughs> uh, Sophia, you're the guest. Do you do you want to be on more, or do you want to do you want to call it? I I I think you you built up the uh, the one more question, and and I think I I have it in me. I don't know if our listeners would have it in them, but you know right. they they're choosing this fate. All right. Well, at the at this point. I'm too I'm too busy being committed. So, uh, what fictional character would you invite to brunch for our final question of of the day? Wow! Oh, a fictional character to brunch. 
Yeah. There are so many of them. That's That's a lot. Like, based on recent information that I that I've had, um, there is so one of my friends is list or I think she's reading. I think she's reading the manga. Uh, but there is a um, anime manga that's catching on called Delicious in Dungeon. Or, it's good. Um, I've been watching Dungeon Meshi. I kind of like part of me is like, I kind of want to invite them to just because brunch, we can do a brunch buffet and I can find out what tastes like what. It's like, oh, this is this. This is what Armored Lizard tastes like. Oh, that that strawberry trifle tastes exactly like poison slime. Um so part of me wants to do that, but I think um, my other answer, um, going back to cute things, is I really want to invite Hatsune Miku out to brunch, because one, she's rich, so she'll probably pay and know a really dope spot to go to. Oh yeah, you're talking like gold leaf in the Bloody Marys. Yeah, like really, really cool fancy chic hip place to go and check out um she'd have some kind of stellar outfit and like just to get to bask in the style of that lady um would be really really kind of neat and lastly i don't know if if she gets to relax a lot living a super idle lifestyle so like i think i'd like to give her an opportunity to let her hair down just like have a good old girl's bitch session with her and just you know chill out with an idol i think i think that's the fictional character that i would hang with it sounds like a nice brunch yeah that's you, so too. you may and you know what there's always the chance that hatsune miku knows what armored lizard tastes like Maybe she can answer those questions. She runs in anime circles. That's true. That's she, true. She, she, may, she may have even like done a song about it. Who knows? So. Yeah. And so. Uh, oh, shit. Do you what, think she'd what? like collab with her? <laughs> I mean, we're going uh, out to brunch. We oh, obviously know each other. Oh, now, now, <laughs> now you're turning it into a business venture. That's oh, not what Hatsune not... Miku wants. Oh, and that's not what I want to do. That's true. You, you, you said you wanted this to be a bitch fest, and then it all is. of a sudden, now it's a, now it's a uh, business proposition. Ugh, Evan, I never said that it. this this was a business proposition. You this mean? was a collab. This is two. This is two people who do music fucking around. Uh, I guess. I guess <laughs> that's true. You couldn't be like. Maybe you could hop on the single on my next album because you don't have a next album. It's more like <laughs> let's play around with some music before we say hey. goodbye. Hey, hear this weird hear this weird tone that I found out. And then like I don't know, artists draw together and they don't do it for for work all the time. Sometimes you're just chilling with a buddy and doing things. Gotcha. It's it's like fucking like I mean none of us are successful musicians, but it's like, you know, when like one of us pulls out a guitar and just we just start singing dumb December songs together. That's we're not that ain't business. Fuck you. There are no. There are no. I'm getting defensive. Dumb, I'm a defensive there no, man. <laughs> there are no dumb Decemberist songs. Uh, first of all, they're just all amazing. Fair play. Also, there's new Decemberist music out. I don't know if y'all heard because I Barrett, haven't Barrett listened. Ground. Yeah, yeah. It, I've heard it's good, but I haven't listened to it yet. Sophia Sh- sent it my out. way already. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah shout out to the new like, Decemberists. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
What do you say? Call my little brunch, maybe. Uh, real person. Uh, that's a real, he's a real person. You'd have, to, you'd have to invite like the mariner or the rake or oh, actually, the mom. Inviting the mariner actually would be a good <laughs> brunch tale. Yeah, if, if you walk away from it. Oh, but yeah, that's that's the thing. the 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 uh sa the salmon eggs Benedict is gonna set him off. Just like trigger through that, and he's gonna start. <laughs> Start yelling, yelling, yelling about schooners and shit. Well, I mean, are you not having this brunch in the belly of the whale? Is that Ooh. not where the brunch is? You must... Oh my god! It, you didn't go to brunch. You were brunch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're having brunch with the whale, and the mariner yeah. just happens to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But is that your answer? Or do you have a different? <laughs> Oh, I, that's not my answer. Okay, oh, I didn't, I didn't think did. so, but like, if it was full fucking respect, that would be a heck of a call for your one fictional character to spend a meal with. <laughs> a literal psychopath. Justified, but psychopath. Make a good case study. Make a good case study. Oh, uh, I. What's my answer? Um. I feel like there are a lot of really good answers and there are a lot of also really bad answers. Um, like a really bad answer, I feel like would be like Gollum would be a terrible, no I, know, I, yeah. I, know, I know that that's not the actual question, but I just, I thought of fictional okay. characters. I thought Gollum would be an absolute terrible brunch <laughs> partner date. No, like, no table manners. No table, table manners. And he likes his fish. <laughs> that's too good. You shouldn't be that good at the golem voice. Yeah, that's so... <laughs> Everyone should that, be that good. The part that really pisses me off about Gollum, because in my in my mind, he has the one ring still. He's going to fucking slip it on and get out of there before, before the bill shows before up. Before the bill. Yeah. Listen, well, I mean, I mean there's... I don't there's think... There's no we, bill. Well, there's not going to be a bill because you need to make the brunch at home nowhere in the world is going to allow you to bring Gollum into their place of business. No shoot shirt, no shoes, no fucking whatever that thing is. Plus, I mean, he's he's just come from the local probably polluted river because you're you're bringing Gollum into this world, right? And he's he's come from the local polluted river. Just some sort of pulled, radioactive beast. Pulled up a, a quote-unquote fish. Uh, with filled with microplastics, yep. and he's 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 taking the fish and he's smacking it up against the table <laughs> to kill it <laughs> before he he consumes it at the table. And if you're friendly with Gollum at this point, he might offer to share it with you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> God, this is all all before drinks. <laughs> uh, okay. If I had to shoot. I could choose an if I, I, off the top of my head. First, first uh, response I think would be David Tennant's doctor. Oh, that's a very good answer. Because he's just he's so good, and Her then you get to like sparkling with anecdotes. For you get to occasion. see the, the TARDIS. Yeah, exactly. All the anecdotes, and you get to hear you get to hear David Tennant uh, enunciate. You get to hear him say millions of billions. 
are you okay with being sucked into whatever wacky adventure of the week? Because that will, is how this brunch ends. I will die for him. Okay. You All very right. well might have to. That, that's <laughs> very well. I, you know, very you, well understood. I do think you could parlay it into a, a serious companionship. There is yeah. a good chance that is a brunch that could become a lifelong partnership. Because yeah. you might well, die in an hour. Your life. Let's <laughs> say your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What would he order? I'm do you so think? sorry. <laughs> what would what would David Tennant order? What would the doctor order? Yeah, I I, I know minimally about about Doctor really, Who. Really, any? I feel like he would order anything. He's got, you know, a palate, a very extensive probably palate. I feel like he would order I mean, order something really pretty mundane. I don't think he'd go for anything he, fancy. Like I don't see him doing like an eggs Benny. Yeah, I, I feel it's definitely not going to have pears because he hates pears. Okay, it's a, a well established fact. I think there's a pretty good chance we you get uh, an alcoholic beverage served with with brunch. Yeah, uh, I don't know but what just... Hatsune Miku's style is, but I, I think the doctor would have like maybe a banana daiquiri in the morning. Yeah. I feel like Hatsune Miku's got to go with with some sort of like puffy sweet, mm. like mm. maybe like a like a croissant with like like designed chocolate. Yeah, heavy, like a heavy bit of like Danish. A tower and, yeah. yeah, fruit, a lot of fruit too. I think. Mm. This is making me hungry. Yeah. All right, Connor, what's yours, bud? And it's on a high note. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Uh, Aladdin's genie. Ooh. Wow! Ooh. I was I was thinking, nice. what what's somebody that I could invite to brunch that might give me superpowers by the end of it? And <laughs> and he could. I don't know if that's how things would go, but I do know that I would get to spend brunch essentially with Robin Williams, plus godlike powers. And it's yeah. hard to think of a better time. That's itty bitty living space very entertaining um, you know and so like good. there are no limits on this brunch he yeah. will procure a spread unlike anything i've ever tasted yeah and oh. he can i can ask him like I, w I wish i was more hungry and then i get to have brunch all over again oh okay that that brings that brings up a question are you the lamp holder or is he post-freed oh it's got to be post-freedom i don't like well, I, naturally, I I don't want to be selfish and and get my guaranteed two wishes and then let him go. That ah no, I don't think so. And I I, I <laughs> want to spend I want to spend time with Genie at his fullest. When he's on vacation, he's in retirement and he's just granting wishes for the fun of it. Okay, you hear oh, okay. you've heard it here. Connor does not endorse slavery or indentured servitude. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Love it. I'm I. I just want to know how loud his Hawaiian shirt is going to be at at this brunch. Incredible. Like, I I bet it's gonna be him on it. It's like like you know one of those yeah. like um those, those photos that just keep going deeper. It's, it's a just him yeah, on a, his shirt. A drost like, effect. Yes. Yeah, it's called a drost effect. Yeah. Ooh, cool. Pull. Thank you for teaching me. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be like him in different shirts on the shirt that are all him in oh different shirts on the shirt and then they'll I all like that. be like hey how are you oh yeah they'll and all hear like all the little like the little robin williams voice and it's like hey how are you yeah and they'll get progressively <laughs> higher pitched as they go 
Oh, yes. that's so God, I told you to end on a high note, but I didn't think you'd fucking kill it. <laughs> he oh, literally didn't think you could do it. He's, He's just like, like oh, but I'm so no, underestimated me. to be I love to be proven wrong. All right, what's he like? I know he's ordering everything because he can. Yeah. And he's also the chef because it's going to be a fucking room full. Of... Yeah. Yeah. Damn yeah. It. No notes. No notes. <laughs> Never mind. Retire the question. <laughs> Connor, you're going to get to eat your papa. He'll make him get you a papa. Oh, fantastic. From from the the bare necessities? I don't Papa? think so, but I haven't seen that movie in a long, long time. No, Papa's Papa's the yeah. fruit endemic yeah. to, to North America. That's in uh, that's in the Bare Necessities. It's in the song, yeah. Papa, huh. yeah. You 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 eat you, you pick the Papa with the claw. So you, I, I, he should not yeah, have known about pawpaws because they're native to North America. That you is what's referred to as an anachronism. You should call someone about that. I should. I should. And maybe they'll gift me with a pawpaw. An elusive fruit. Hey, Walt. Fuck you. You're wrong. <laughs> fruit, please. Oh. <laughs> Love it. Fruit, Love it. fruit, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this was fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, participating, guys. Thank you to listeners for listening. Uh, you didn't need to make it this far, but you did, and you're awesome. Uh, if you want to get parasocial with us, we're on all of the social media. Uh, just go to your favorite one and type in the answer is lemon, and we'll probably be there posting shitty memes. Um, that's because they're funny that way. And me. Uh, if you, Home, homegrown if you shitty memes. <laughs> If you want to get your own questions featured on the podcast, you can email us at Connor. Lemonanswers at gmail.com. That is lemonanswers yes. at gmail.com. He's getting better, guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well done. Well done, Connor. Sometimes I remember that... our own handles. How about that? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, thanks for, for chatting, gang. Thanks for listening, gang. Uh, be well. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.